and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. It's our first one this week. Of course it is. And uh, for folks who are with us live in the uh, world of uh, Facebook or the other things that we're uh, attached to, we're uh, running a little bit early today. It's because uh, I have my annual meeting with our accountant, Fingers Johnson. Oh, yeah. He's great. He gets it done. <laughs> Fingers Johnson. If you need his, if you need his uh, phone number or, or uh, where he is, just get in touch with me and I'll, I'll set you up with, uh, with him. I, I haven't paid any income tax since uh, 78. <laughs> Jeez, I don't, I don't know if I'd be bragging about that, but okay, fine. Well, only stupid people pay taxes. You know well, that. Only you do have a point. Suckers. Yeah, you know that's that. correct. You know that. All right. Well, the old playbook. Forget the idea of it being dusted off. It was never really put away. But man alive, are the the Trumpies going full bore. They're pulling out every stop. They're doing Statue of Liberty plays. They're, they're doing triple <laughs> reverses. Um, this is the definition of uh, backs against the wall. No tomorrow. Give 110%. I mean, just this day, just this day, and remember, we're, we're early in the day. My God, they're, they're going they're going nuts uh, in Georgia. The Trump lawyers want the Fulton County DA's office that will be uh, Fonnie Willis to be recused, to not be allowed to uh, be participating in the investigation into Trump, who needed eleven thousand seven hundred. <laughs> 80 votes right and was uh intimately involved in the fake electors scheme they they don't think that the uh, fulton county all right so you know that's going to get thrown out this is going to be just like everything right after the election they're not going to get any of this shit they're not going to get any of this shit. They were and, saying uh, there, there, there might be rico charges which is racketeering in the georgia thing right Ex- exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's great Brit, Brit can you believe they're going to treat this guy practically like a mob boss <laughs> well leave I mean right wait but there's more there's more uh, in in uh New York yeah via Washington yeah. or in Washington via New York take your choice uh Jim spelled of course G-Y-M it's funnier every time I see it spelled that way uh, uh, Jim Jordan uh, went on, I don't know how he got this book, on Fox this day and said he wants to drag Alvin Bragg. I shouldn't use the word drag, should I? That's a bad word. Mm. I'm not allowed to use it. Uh, drag him <laughs> Drag him in front of one of his, uh, here we go again, trumped up committees. I can't get away from all these bad puns, even though I'm not trying to do them, uh, to... Explain why he is abusing his power as a prosecutor so much to go after this one man when crime is running rampant in New York, right? That is the that is the issue. I, I do like to. Dr- I know I shouldn't. I like to drill down. What level of crime would it need to get down to in order for it to be appropriate to finally try to go after Donald Trump? Could we reduce it to? Uh, 
a 30% of what it is now? Is there a baseline figure you have in mind, sir? I'm just curious as to what it would be. Right. And, 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 and by the way, I, again, I could be wrong about this. Uh, a prosecutor is not out on the streets rounding up street criminals. And as it turns out. Break into drugstores and steal yeah. all that. But a- anyway, so they're trying to go beyond muddying the waters, right? right. This, is the, this is the game that is being played. And uh, I don't think it's going to matter. Plus, when we got up Saturday morning, you know, we had had that uh, pronouncement by Trump on bullshit social that uh, he was sure he was going to get uh, tagged uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, as we speak, with absolutely no real. In- he admits that he knows it from the media. Okay, all right. There, there are there are seven year olds that have been taken to the dentist that did not freak out as much as this little pussy did right. on but Saturday what- morning. This is what really got me going about yeah. that story because it it uh, flowered and and it grew through the day on Saturday and I could not believe how many people from uh, all across the spectrum be they politicians be they, well you just reelected Donald Trump <laughs> you just reelected Donald Trump with this and I thought are you nuts are you nuts so we can't make him answer to his crimes because it'll reelect him is that no is that no, no. Your... no you, you you completely came at that from the wrong yeah what's what's no. what's the deal this will not help him get elected this will not draw new people who've been floating around out there looking for somebody to vote for for the last few years oh if donald trump got indicted he's my guy it doesn't work that way this is a guy who has had his base shrink day by day, hour right. by hour, right. minute by minute. Uh-huh. And this idea that people flock to him when he plays the victim card and send him money. Well, the send him money part, there's nothing we can do about that stupidity because he immediately started trying to raise money on Saturday with that. And as always, who needs money more to uh, defend themselves than a self-proclaimed billionaire who doesn't like to pay his own bills. Who who needs that? Where? Hang on. Here's my checkbook. Let me let me write him a check. Uh, so it's part of the grift. But how could you immediately be dumb enough <laughs> to instantly say, "Well, I'm just going to this seals the uh, nomination and the re-election." This is the first and arguably the weakest of the four important cases that are coming up right now. And that really doesn't count all. And that doesn't count the rape Eugene Carroll story. Right. Right. <laughs> but you've got, you know, you've got Georgia, you've got January 6th and you've got the documents case from, uh, you know, from Florida. So um, why you think that, that this is, I don't. It I'm, just I, it just stops right there, and he's he's operating. How dumb could people have been to think that? I I don't know. There seems to be this narrative that the American that there's this wide swath of people that see him as a sympathetic character, and this narrative they put forth as God. The government just keeps picking on this guy, and I don't think people are buying that. 
I don't think that's at all well, what a lot of people are thinking. Well, the, the you know the whack job core has, has always been there. Of but, course, but that, um, that didn't work in 2018. It didn't work in 2020, and actually, it didn't work in 2016. No. But for the electoral college, correct. So he is not a winner. He's a loser. But instantly. They all fell in line, didn't they? All the Republicans, they all fell in line. They all ran chicken shit. They all played the George Soros card, and they're playing it right now. That's the problem. The problem is that uh, George Soros spent $40 million and a million dollars to a group that helped support the election of Alvin Bragg in New York. So, therefore... He's an illegitimate prosecutor. It's George yeah. Soros, George Soros. And, and again, here we go. And I'll play the whataboutism card on that. Sure. And by the way, this doesn't mean to me. Alan Bragg is so qualified to be a prosecutor. Did you ever look at his record? Oh, he's another. I know he's another loser who went to Harvard Law. And this is just another oh, one of those guys. Good Lord. Like uh, uh, like Bruce, Rafael yeah, Cruz? From the, from the uh, Donald Trump angle, you wouldn't know it by looking at him, would you? <laughs> not out of central casting right <laughs> god almighty um it's just it's just beyond beyond anything uh there's a guy who we started to hear a little bit more about in the last year or so this guy named leonard leo the guy who has been basically behind uh, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans refashioning the Supreme Court. He's responsible for all these uh, people that you know and love, like Neil Gorsuch, like Brett Kavanaugh, like Amy Coney Barrett, making it onto the Supreme Court. And in August, he got the largest political donation. This guy, $1.6 billion. That's even $1.6 billion. Tell me, Britt, help me. Is that more than $40 million? It is more than forty. as it right. turns out. Yeah. yeah. Right. And – he got this all collected from dark money people, really, really super rich people. I'll just pick a name that someone might, like a Rupert Murdoch who, <laughs> who wants to support not just with his pathetic television channel, but in, in this way. People like that. Um, yet Alvin Bragg, the prosecutor elected by the people of New York, elections have consequences, I thought. Uh, but not in this case, right? Uh, that. You know, we've we've got a we've got a dirty system in a lot of ways. I don't think the fact that Alvin Bragg thinks he may have a case, and at which point he will call for the prosecution of, on the recommendation of the grand jury of Donald Trump, merits this kind of hysterical backlash against him. But if the Republicans want to keep playing this game and they want to keep losing elections, go for it. Go try to make Alvin Bragg the story, the prosecutor. It's not about what Trump did. It's not about the fact that he clearly, clearly used Michael Cohn to funnel the money to Stormy Daniels to try to squash the story right before the election, therefore making it uh, theoretically an illegal campaign contribution. But that's not where they're going with this. They don't have to. Um, this is just in the commission of a crime and... He's not going to go forward with it if he doesn't think he has the goods. I'm pretty sure of that because mm -hmm. he doesn't want to lose. That would be a bad scene. No, he's not. He's not into falling on his ass in full public. He's not really into that.
Right. As it turns um, but out. The, the attempt by, by the Republicans right now to try to cut everything off at its knees before anything ever sees the light of day in order to protect Donald Trump, who, by the way, and I, I posted this over the weekend. Uh, it was uh, I don't have it in front of me. The guy says, look, here, here are the facts. Ninety nine percent of Republicans would love to see Donald Trump convicted and thrown into prison so that they wouldn't have to ever tolerate him again, but none of them can admit it. That's really what this is. That's fair. They don't, you think 99%, maybe it's 98. Maybe. Yeah, it's only 98. Right, right. I want to go back to the original, the original thing that 48 hours ago just kicked this whole thing off is when he freaked out and he started, oh my God, they're going to arrest me, protest. And he's trying to foment, you know, get the band back together as far as the January 6th crowd some of whom can't get to their guns right now because they're in jail. Well, so unfortunate. Um, bad news. Uh, on Monday morning, the Associated Press yeah. ran a story. Yeah. Here's the headline. Trump's call for protest gets muted reaction by supporters. Well, that's mm. unfortunate. Mostly muted reactions. Some of even his most ardent loyalists dismissing right. the idea as a waste of time that's or a law enforcement trap. That's right. The people who you think are left over who would be dumb enough to go get themselves arrested in trying to support Donald Trump not getting prosecuted for crimes that we believe he committed, that uh, those people, those people are, are are just waiting and they're just they're just not getting it that the first few hundred few thousand that have been arrested that there's this second tier of people waiting to sacrifice their lives their families their futures in service to donald trump this is the law of diminishing returns brit it really really is yeah they've, they've cried wolf way too often is it's there just, i i, I also this weird. is another fun one you've you may have heard this over the past 48 hours uh some people like marjorie taylor green i think she was the the linchpin of this they have been crying about the leak of this arrest. Now, is there a, if there's a leak of this arrest, who would be responsible for that, Brian? Well, first of all, there there is no leak. No, there is a leak. There definitely is a leak if there's an arrest, and it came from Donald Trump. <laughs> That's who it came from. But running his big fat. He's just dick. saying that he was reading what he thought were tea leaves in the media. So, so there's, really, there's no there's, there's yeah. no legitimacy to this at all. He just decided that he was going to fucking freak out like a child on Saturday morning and start well, writing all caps bullshit. I I had a a a reverse interpretation of him doing that, which is that he knows damn well that he's not going to be uh, arrested or you know the papers won't be served on Tuesday. He knows that because he may have known that they were going to try to throw this other lawyer, the guy who used to work with Michael Cohn, who wants to testify in front of the grand jury on Monday to say that Michael Cohn uh, cannot be trusted, but they're going to allow Michael Cohn to come in afterwards and squash this guy. So that'll go nowhere. So this is another attempt to, to try to just muddy those waters there. Um, there's, there's this thing, thought from me instantly on Saturday morning. Trump knew he wasn't going to get tagged on Tuesday, if not just for the the, the reason that, that, that things have to happen in a in an orderly fashion. 
and they're going to get pushed back probably at minimum a couple of days so that if he doesn't get served on Tuesday, then he will, of course, boast and brag that he got them to back down because they know they have no case against him. I'm the most innocent person that's ever walked the face of the earth. I am the equivalent of 5,000 virgins. I've never done a thing wrong. And they finally realized it. And my very being, my very power, my very ability to send out messages like this shows that only I must be reinstalled and that way I can fix it. I'm the guy. He's going he's gonna to wait, and I'm telling you, he'll just go crazy on Tuesday, not if he gets indicted, but if he doesn't, okay, right? That, that was my first thought, that it was, a, it was his own false flag, right? It was a, a self-proclaimed false flag. There you go. I don't, I, the whole thing and, and the hilarity of it being this stupid ass situation with the porn star, the thing that finally takes him down, that's going to be remarkable to me. That's well, the see, thing. That, that, see, that isn't, that isn't going to take him down. It's not the only but, thing. I know there's other but, stuff. But, but again, um, and when you go for that next job and they look at your resume and it starts to show convictions, uh, maybe a felony conviction even here, I just don't think that that helps you um get that job and uh this will be if it happens the least of the four big issues that are facing him legally uh i doubt you never know you could be right he'll get nailed on this one and get away with the other three no that's not going to happen that's not going to happen um but then you would have a full Al Capone situation on steroids where they didn't get Al Capone for racketeering. They didn't get him for murder. They didn't get him for bootlegging. They got him for, for tax evasion. And you know what? That's just fine. I'm wondering, and I started to look for this. I couldn't find any, whether back then there were people out there and Al Capone, he did have some fans just like John Gotti had fans in New York. I wonder whether there were people who were saying, Oh, this is pathetic. You can't get him on tax event. That is so weak. Is that the best you guys have against him? And the answer was yes. And he uh, spent many, many years in prison and then died of syphilis. Yeah, he did. Say a, a, a fitting thing. That means Trump could die of syphilis. It wouldn't That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That's a good thought. I, Al Capone did a lot of good PR in Chicago. He opened up like soup kitchens and stuff during the Depression, and he was feeding oh, he invented people. Chicago-style pizza. A lot of people don't know that. It's good. Good stuff. It's really. Yeah. And so, yeah, he had a lot of people who would uh, defend him Yeah, based on that stuff. Does it, the, don't the police have something better to do than get after this man? Yeah, I, I was thinking, Britt, you, you've been to the Mob Museum in uh, Vegas, haven't you? Or you Everybody have. should go. Um. Don't you think that there really should be some space uh, made right now for Trump? <laughs> I know he was a president, but not an official crime does boss. He, does he really belong th- with the greats, though? I mean, first of all, it's <laughs> called Oregon. That's true. That's true. That that would diminish the quality right. of the mob museum. That's what I'm saying. Trump in there. Brad, it is called organized crime. Organized being the key word, I think, here that that's that's a huge problem. This guy's just jacking off in all directions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I I just love it. So here's 
here's my question, and we want to try to get ahead of things. If there is a moment where he has to make an appearance in court, and then they uh, fingerprint you, and first of all, I don't think he'll have any fingerprints, right? <laughs> they'll, they'll put his hand down there. And there'll be nothing there, okay? They will already been sanded off years ago. Oh, come on. He's too much. He's too big a pussy. He would never well, be able to handle well, it. But but uh, this thing, he could be the first person to do that goofy grin with the thumbs up like he oh, does yeah, yeah. in thousands of pictures that you've seen of him. It'll be. Sir, can you put your, put the thumb down, please? Get that out of the picture. <laughs> is, is, I mean, is there any way that, that he won't think okay. that uh, he can use his mug shot? And that's the other thing is like you, you've seen this. He, he has. You've seen this many times because they have posters of like Frank Sinatra's mugshot and shit. They're going to try to. They're going to sell that at his fucking website. Yeah. His mugshot on T-shirts and all kind of shit. It'll be like a, a badge of honor for his stupid well, followers. I I, I posted. I, I found the, the fifty best celebrity mugshots of all. You know, the one Marv Albert. Yeah. You know, OJ, Bill Gates. You know, Bill Gates got a traffic ticket when he was seventeen or something. So there's Gary, a mugshot of him. It's the great, Gary Busey so. one is still is still wonderful. The Gary Busey is again it's all time. It, it gets its own wing. It yeah, gets its own. Nick own Nick Nolte's another great one. <laughs> yeah. All all fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, th- and this whole thing that the New York can't handle uh, getting Trump back. They fucking handled Hell Chapo, right? They've had El Chapo. They've they've had. Some of the most notorious people ever. I know, but they've never had Trump. <laughs> yeah. yeah, El Chapo called and said, "No, no, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do Trump. You did me, but hey, Trump, too much, too much for for New York." I know there were a lot. There were some people in the Trump camp that were like, "Well, Governor DeSantis, you're not going to just let the feds march down there and arrest him, are you? Down to Mar a Largo, you're just not going to let it happen." And the DeSantis finally weighed in and talked about uh, Trump paying hush money to porn stars. So apparently DeSantis will not be his savior in this thing. He's not going to do anything officially in Florida to keep uh, anybody from taking uh, Donald Trump into custody. Yeah, it says he attacked and he played the George Soros card. Okay, so you know oh. they're, they're, they're all on the same page. God, it's just reruns. He attacked the George Soros-funded prosecutor, Alvin Bragg, for creating a, quote, manufactured circus this is the first time he's uh, talking about this, or as they say on television, in the most tired cliche ever, Ron DeSantis broke his silence on the arrest of Donald Trump. Oh, fuck, he break his I'm going to break them for saying that. Come up with a new line. Jeez. Um, but he also played his classic, not quite up on it card here by saying, uh, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. Wow. Yep. And then he played the uh, Alvin Bragg is ignoring the real crime in New York City. He, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, these are DeSantis's words, they weaponized their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety blah 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 so DeSantis is just just dreadful just just dreadful no guts no no guts don't you think this is his chance to just go all in and separate himself 
and say, him or me, what's it going to be? So I mean, what's uh, do, do you think that any of this attention is helping to make Stormy Daniels videos more popular on those websites you and I never visit? Um, That's the key question. The, that, the, the, the fact that you've thought of that <laughs> at this moment in time <laughs> is possibly the most disturbing thing we've we've had in all the years that we've done radio and podcasts she's making an honest living uh more so than he is i saw she just got married last year too oh good for her yeah now, now if, if she would have waited long enough you know rupert murdoch was yeah. available now yeah. he's getting married again he's getting married again he said this is he said for sure this is the last time yeah <laughs> for sure he's, this is the last he's time. robbing the cradle i think she's 67 looks like she's about 50 yeah holy crap she's a uh, best mazel tov, as the kids say yeah yeah my best to the happy couple uh, wasn't there something you used to like used to scream at the sean hannity television sometimes back in the day we go i hope your plane fucking crashes didn't you didn't you used to do that back in the day maybe do a rush limbaugh diatribe that you were hearing uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't, I can't hear you. Can't hear the caller. I can't hear the caller. Ain't that sad. Um, hey, I got a stupid uh, criminal story. We haven't done that many of these, but we did the one a few weeks ago about the guy who was uh, trying to escape in an electric car. Oh, wow. And, and, you know, he had to stop and get it charged, and that's where they ta- they got him there. He ran the charging out of station. Yeah. Now, uh, close to where we are, Burlington, North Carolina. Hello. Hello. Uh, we have a high speed high speed chase that ended when this guy's car ran out of gas. Oh. This was at uh, quarter to seven last Thursday. Oh. We tried to pull over. A, uh, a Nissan, he failed to stop and he drove away. And a short distance later, the car ran out of gas and came That's to crazy. a stop. Now, what kind of what kind of criminal are you? What, 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 what kind of criminal steals a car that's practically out of gas? That's, yeah. I, I just don't like that. It's just bad form. I, I think he's an amateur. He's giving criminals a bad name, honestly. Yeah. Got a great name though, Centorius. That's his first name. S e n t o r i o u s. Denae D e n a e Johnson. He's twenty three years old. Of course, he had a gun, and uh, but I've running out of gas. That's just lame. That just sucks. After after a brief chase through a yeah. motel on Hanford Road, deputies arrested. Car, him. It was on E. It was on E when he, when he got it. Didn't he know? You know, do you know I have a sticker on I have a I drive a stick shift and I've got a sticker on my car that says they can't steal what they can't drive. I am daring criminals to try to steal my vehicle. Well, maybe you should put a um a sticker <laughs> on the window, you know, the way they used to have the no radio. Always on empty. Radio. <laughs> Just <laughs> it should say stick shift, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna they can't steal what they can't drive.
My girlfriend hates that sticker. I don't know why she hates that sticker. She feels it's very boomeresque of me to put something like that on my vehicle. All right. Well, I, I think we would be uh, we would not be true to ourselves if we didn't talk about some of the basketball that that we watched over the weekend. And I'll, I'll tell you how I watched the tournament. I don't watch it minute by minute. I just pick around every few hours and see if I can find a game that's close yeah. in the second half. And then I stay with it and then I move on. And fortunately, there are so many of those. It's amazing, isn't it? It is just amazing how many would, would go down to the to the very, very end. And, of course, I was uh, uh, cheering for Fairleigh Dickinson out of Hackensack, New Jersey. Hello. Oh. To uh, pull another upset and move into the into the 16. But they couldn't quite do it. But a pretty great performance by those guys who are um, – Pretty, uh, pr- pretty darn impressive. Uh, you know, they got just as far as Duke. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not fair. No, they did. They did that very is, well. It is fair. They, they fair. both won their first game and then they lost. Well, it's not yeah. fair to Duke. And, you know, I'm not going to stand for you not being fair to Duke. Yeah. yeah. And you still got you still got two Cinderella's in there. You still got Florida Atlantic at Princeton in the yeah. Sweet 16. Yeah. Yeah. Are you uh, are you upset that this is Jim Nance's last? Oh, last I heard game. him. I heard him doing his ridiculous, solemn promo for the Masters. He fucking acts like he's going to the the you know the death of the Pope or something. Well, he's still year. he's still doing the golf. Yeah, and he's still and he. I think he's like another at least another ten years of of NFL football, but they're peeling him back on uh, you know on on the college basketball, which is. It's fine. I think Just the, world, the world will survive. I was doing I was doing well on my gambling early on Thursday with that San Diego State game against Furman against the other Cinderella. And I was like, bam, bam. I was I was just rolling, and then I gave it all back. <laughs> I picked seven teams before everything started to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and I got three of them right. So that's how I'm doing so far. No, three out of seven, boy, that'll make you money, won't it? Yeah. Oh, poof. I'm telling you, I'm rolling in it right now. I got. Uh, uh, I got some bucks on a couple of dollars on the uh, Tennessee game. I think Tennessee's going to roll. You take all those profits and plow them into Republic National Bank. I hear they're. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're yeah, for, uh, they're looking for for people. Oh, I will say this though: we were watching on Saturday night before we started diving into that last episode of The Last of Us. Uh, my girlfriend does not care anything about sports at all, and in fact, issues all of it. Uh, the most recent comment for her was she's very she did see the new Raiders quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, who is by far the most handsome player in the National Football League. So that's how that grabbed her attention. Uh, but we watched the end of the Arkansas game. She is now rooting for Arkansas because their coach, Eric Musselman, took off his shirt and started swirling it over his head after they won on Saturday. Did you inform her who his father is? Yeah, but she doesn't care. I mean, she doesn't care any of that shit. She doesn't know anything about. I just told her her. I, I told her her dad. His dad was a coach. It's in his blood. He's been doing basketball ever since he was prenatal. So you know, they're they're a fun team to watch. They're full of piss and vinegar right now. So you know, God bless them. Yeah. I got I got a problem with the fact that they paint all the floors to look identical. So the only way you know where the game is is happening is, you know, when they go back and if you have to look at the top of the screen for two seconds, you'll see it'll say Albany or Greensboro. Greensboro, yeah. I I don't like that. (laughs) They they should allow individualism. 
still to rain just a little bit. Look at those, uh, those NBA floors where they have like all kind of splashes of color and everything else, like all over yeah. the place in those things. Yeah. 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 All right. uh, what else have we, what else have we missed here from the, uh, from the weekend that we need to, to catch up on anything else, just- that, anything else that we can impart wisdom on that either won't be uh, dated instantly or uh, reveals us to be so ignorant that we're out of our they are out of our league. Okay. Well, now you made me feel all, all self conscious about it. <laughs> How about speaking of sports? That whole World Baseball Classic thing. You got a bunch oh. of Major League Baseball players that are getting injured, and then uh, I understand during we killed Cuba, we destroyed Cuba, right in the semifinals, Only. and they had like a Cuban protester come onto the field uh, in favor of free Cuba. They're playing in Miami, right? Okay. This whole world, ba- it's so stupid. It's okay. so badly done. It's so mistimed in terms <laughs> of when it's, ha- you know, the fact that like the Daytona 500 is the first race of the year. I always thought right. was kind of stupid. I still think it's stupid. And, you know, I know nothing about racing, but they don't play the Super Bowl the first week of the year. Okay. They no. play it the last week of the year, but I don't know. So here you have what is attempting to be something that people are supposed to want to care about if, in fact, they are baseball fans. They, they, they completely manufacture it out of thin air. They call it the World Baseball Classic. So it allows, if major league teams want to, uh, their players who they pay tens, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars to risk getting injured even before the season starts, because this is spring training time. It's Correct. spring training. So they're participating in games where people are trying really, really hard, all those other players who aren't re- – and so pitchers are going to throw as hard as they can. It's not going to be like spring training at all. And so we've had some some injuries occur, major injuries right now that are going to affect the way the whole season is going to roll out. What's his name from Houston? Uh, Jose Altuve, right? The, Jose Altuve, one of the biggest stars, one of the best players in the major leagues. And then the guy on the the guy on the Mets, he's out for the whole whole year. Now, of course, that's and a how did he get hurt again? Because, yeah, because you know they 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 jump around like fucking morons after they win a game. You know, b- by the way, this wasn't the championship game. This was like the opening game, and they acted <laughs> like they had just been you know given the keys to heaven. And they, they, they jump up and down like morons, and the guy injures his leg doing that. I don't know whether to, to laugh, feel sorry for him, or just say, fuck you, fuck baseball. It's the stupidest thing. Or how about this? We always get back to Jim Brown and the highlight films of Jim Brown scoring touchdowns through yeah. his illustrious 10-year career in the NFL. That's right. He would score a touchdown. He would drop the ball. That's and he it. would walk away. Act and like he, you've been there. He didn't risk injuring himself by being a moron. Act like and, you've been there. Yeah. Of course, now, if, if you if you if you'd say that as an older white guy, you are just so anti uh diversity and you don't understand yes, other racist. culture. I'm racist you're just, because you're the white worst. people aren't allowed to jump up and down, as you know, <laughs> and be idiots and injure themselves. Well, I would say the world baseball classic is probably over. I don't. When you have these two major injuries like that, I think already the New York Yankees don't participate. So I think you're not going to have any owners who are paying, as you point out, guaranteed hundred million dollar contracts to people 
in games that don't matter. They're not going to be allowing their players to do that anymore. Well, I, I, I think the, the story on that is that, of course, all these these contracts are insured. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not yeah, as if the team loses the money. But uh, if you're if you uh, burn your house down, okay, <laughs> and they they pay to have it rebuilt, your premiums are going to go up. Probably, okay? yeah. So therefore, uh, once this happens, who's going to insure a a baseball contract that would include playing in the world baseball classic. The answer is no insurance company, no insurance, no game, Yeah, no game. And I know you and your radical George Soros funded uh, ideas. You want to do this to the gun industry. Don't you You want to make everybody get insured when they get a gun? Can't they come up with somebody new? I mean, George Soros is such a tired old trope. They just tried him out. It was like when they were trotting out Hugo Chavez in 2020 and they had to be pointed out, you know, he's dead. He's no longer he's no longer breathing air currently. You do realize this, yes? Well, they would have been better off going with Chavez as having supported Alvin Bragg <laughs> to become the <laughs> prosecutor in Manhattan. That would have been better off. Any thoughts on the big summit meeting that's going on right now as uh, there's President Xi. He's me- meeting with uh, Vladimir Putin, close friends. And apparently this is uh, something that's been going on for a while. And they, of course, have uh, some economic ties. They've also had... Over the years, China and Russia have had some disputes with each other. And, of course, uh, you know, Putin's looking for any support he can get right now, internally or externally, in this war with Ukraine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're all thinking. I I don't know. Because economically, Russia really doesn't have much to offer to anybody. Okay, yeah, they have oil, but there's other oil around the world. You don't have to depend on Russia to, to, to get oil. So they have nothing. Uh, and if you're, you're China and your economy is, uh, in the shitter, which it is, you need better relations with the United States. Now, of course, we've thought that for 45 years since Nixon went there, that by talking to them and having relations with them and having commerce with them, that they would come around and they would see that life can get better. There can be a middle class. And that uh, long-term communism is a bad deal. Well, that didn't seem to happen, did it? No. They basically uh, 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 took what they could from us. Communism stayed. The party is as strong and as much of a dictatorship as it's as it's ever been. And you know, from a what can we do to fuck with the United States standpoint? That's what this meeting is all about. But. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know what would will come out of it. Um, and no, China isn't going to come up with some kind of brilliant peace plan. Imposed. <laughs> Please. Stop. Isn't that what they're, they're they're calling it like a peace summit or something like that? Isn't that what they're calling the thing? Yeah, but there's no there's no peace summit if the peace summit is do what Putin says, give him give him the territory that he's already raped and pillaged. And we'll call it a day. It doesn't work that way. Not exactly. No, it doesn't exactly work that way. How, how about how the Republicans just aren't able to make a lot of hay out of uh, Joe Biden being a guy who is supporting Ukraine and its war against Russia? I know that, you know, Lindsey Graham continues to say we're not doing enough. And then Tucker Carlson says we should just capitulate, give Putin Crimea and then shut the fuck up. That's basically isn't that the Tucker Carlson position? Well, they've, they've they've talked themselves into circles on this, and they really can't 
you really can't get out of it. And if you want to take Putin's side, go ahead, guys. That's... And there are some who take Putin's side. Um, so now if you take Putin's side, I assume now you're taking President Xi's side if they're buddies against freedom and democracy in Europe. Okay. And this, remember, Ukraine, that's Europe. That's mm-hmm. not, it isn't even an Asian land war. No. Okay. Uh, Ukraine is 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 part of, of Europe. And right after Ukraine is Poland and Latvia and Estonia and all the countries that were uh, Soviet satellites that were, were freed some uh, 30 years ago. And every war isn't the same. Every situation isn't the same. And uh, this isn't necessarily the discredited domino theory of Southeast Asia in the 1960s is why Lyndon Johnson and the, they, they kept lying. They kept lying. They kept lying to the American people because they were so worried that if we lost Vietnam, that next would be Cambodia and Laos and Thailand. And they, they their commies would, which it didn't really turn out to be true. It didn't matter. It was just, it was a fake reason to, to keep us in that war. This is not that this is, this is a flat-out invasion of a free country mm. by a guy. You want to talk about uh, throwing up a distraction? <laughs> That's what this has always looked like to me, plus his ego. Distraction plus ego, right? Reconstitute the uh, old Soviet Union, get the band back together. Putin will be the king. He'll grab up all the land again, and life will be good. <laughs> what are you thinking? I don't know. But this this is not going terribly well for Putin. It's been over a year. They're slogging. He has a lot of dissension within Russia well, as much I know, as they but, can manage. You know, we're he's playing for time. He's playing he for is. time because he knows that in democratic countries there can be a limit as to the amount of money and aid and at this point just treasure not blood that will be expended for anything and if you're him and you don't care about blood and treasure it doesn't matter how many more thousands of russians die he doesn't care and he also doesn't care how much money has to be spent at the expense of what else goes on in in russia who knows i mean i think except for for moscow and and leningrad those two areas that is an impoverished shithole country correct it just is yeah. But he doesn't care about that, so no, he doesn't. It's hard to, it's hard to, to uh, fight against that when the when the the dear leader doesn't care about his own country in the way that a rational person you would think would if they were subject to uh, being elected and 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 things of that sort, which he is not. So, but uh, but uh, thank you for asking, and uh, we'll be doing <laughs> a a special three hour podcast on this later. Uh, what Brad and Brit know about Russia and China that uh, no one else will tell you because the mainstream media is so corrupt. It's they're so, so terrible. They're so terrible. You know why they're terrible? George Soros. George Soros. George Soros. It all gets um, back to him. Yeah. 